All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slapped me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. He plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. Si, senor. I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Brian Chesco. Scott is not going to be joining us for a few weeks as he is uh, taking a leave of absence. He has not gotten tired of us. Nope. This is not COVID. Nope. It is something else. It is something else. And everything is okay. Yep. But he is taking a leave of absence for a few weeks. And so, unfortunately for you guys, it's just going to be Brian and I as we we try to get through this COVID-laced, postponed season, Brian. The best thing about the two of us being here is that the best performing member of the podcast (laughs) in any of the leagues we're in is still participating here. So... The advice, uh, the advice can at least be somewhat valid. My advice this year has only been just like, don't take negatives. Okay, it's the first year I've ever done this. So well, I, I'm not listening. If anyone, and like again, don't don't follow any of my advice. Honestly, but Brian's Brian's always got good advice. Brian, what what are we gonna do? We're well, gonna, so this week, um, this is sort of like game week twenty one plus. We still have we you know as of the moment we're recording this, we just got through uh, the, the United second Villa. of the, the the first of the two late matches that were scheduled. Uh, it was a, not a, the non postponed later matches. Gotcha. Uh, as we know, like when from the the last time we recorded, uh, not only were we uncertain about. Um, we would never have been able to predict that Everton and Leicester, which was supposed to take place today, that that would have been postponed, wow. which it was. Right. Um, we also had we only had a vague idea about the uh, the reclassing of some of the postponements okay. that were available out there. We now know game week twenty two is a semi useful double game week, okay. which that's what that's what we're here to talk about right. this time. Uh, and it's I think all things considered, Scott not being here. It's a perfect time to talk about the usefulness of the double game week because, because he hates the double game I week. I feel confident speaking for Scott in the upfront part of this this sure. uh, podcast. For sure. Saying Scott's advice to you is ignore the double game week <laughs> and just pick players that you know are good. Right. So that's that right. is Scott's advice, and you can uh, you can do that uh, do with that what you want. We, on the other hand, uh, one just want to say congratulations to Southampton for thrashing Brentford. James Ward Prowse, baby. Dave, James Ward-Prowse continuing to bring in the points for you. <laughs> Two bonus points this week. Yeah. Brian, he is on a 9-13-9-7 streak. Yeah, this is... This, this is his streak. This is the streak. And you are the only, again, the only person, not only in any of our leagues, but 
but honestly, at 2.9% ownership, Dave, you're one of the only people in the entire world who For is sure. deciding to have James Ward props. And he is getting me those points. He's doing great. Uh, we still, tomorrow, of course, uh, as we sit here, we'll find out if all of this uh, West Ham uh, double and triple up was worth it and captaining was worth it as they'll face off against Leeds. Uh, we don't know the result of that yet, but what we can talk about. I think they, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think they're facing off against Norwich. I mean, sorry, they? against Norwich. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's yeah. way better than Leeds. Yeah, way better than Leeds. Uh, facing off against Norwich. So we'll find out if, if all of our uh, hard work to get those players in is worth it. What we want to talk about and what's going to happen on this podcast, Dave, is we're going to take a look real quick at Game Week 22, which now has matches all the scheduled. way through again. Scheduled matches. Yeah, right. should say that up front. Right. Scheduled matches all the way through again next Wednesday. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday next week, well, there will be four of the um, rescheduled postponed matches right. taking place. So, again, we will pod. You and I will pod. Yeah. After the probably come Monday, Tuesday, there will still be matches to be played. We'll probably do Monday. So the Tuesday, Wednesday matches will still be – Four, uh, yeah. four matches that will have not been played yet. What what can you do in this? Yeah, uh, you'll know at that point how uh, what you have to look forward to or uh, gripe about um, following the matches uh, on Sunday the sixteenth. But, but look, after Wednesday, Brian, quick turnaround. Yeah. It's another Friday match week, so you literally will have all of Thursday. Yeah, and Friday morning to make changes. Yeah. In between the match weeks. It feels like festive fixtures all over again uh, it, a little bit. Because well, then again, then you go all the way to Wednesday, and then you have another quick turnaround, a Friday match, uh, game week 23. So there's a pile up here. And and the way things are going. I can't, Look, I'm looking at the schedule right now. I can't even tell where the match weeks begin and end. Yeah, if you look at it in just like, like when the match is. If you just Thursday, look at like Wednesday. a schedule. Yeah, if you look at the schedule, I'm sure it just looks like it's just a blob. I imagine it's crazy, and 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 then of course to start it, date to be confirmed is sixteen matches. I counted them, yep. Before we started, actually trying to do some form of a, of work there. Yeah, well that's awesome, Dave. <laughs> First, let's get on with the preview of game week twenty two. Sounds good. That. Sounds good. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go through. We're just going to say the teams that have a double game week, Dave, and we can okay. do this. You want to do this quiz style or or just re- instant reaction as I go through the list. And you you throw it out. I will respond. I wanna, I you rebute. I want to just know. Yes, rebute. Rebute? Uh-huh. Rebute, rebute. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, exactly what we're oh going for. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you tell me the use, uselessness or usefulness of these teams, okay? Okay. Because I, I have them in a hierarchy here, and I'm going to start. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start on the low end, what I feel is the low end. But you, you react. First up, Brentford. One of the double match week teams. Next double next game week, game week 22, Brentford plays at Liverpool and home to Manchester United. Useless, semi-useless, or useful? It is useless because of who they're playing. And I know that, that you know, Liverpool's going to be missing some players, some attacking prowess. But I, I, I just can't. I can't see any. Look, Brentford already has a limited amount of guys that you kind of feel like you need to go after. People have talked about Mbwemo, Yep. and some have talked about Canos. Uh, Vissa is the one that seems to jump up and, and surprise me more than more than not. But even then, he's only he only got 
you know, a goal and one in his last six weeks. And so, yeah. I, I don't know. I, it, Brentford is a good story. It was at the beginning of the season. I think I, I love for them to stay up. Hopefully they can get enough points to stay up. I think they'll, they probably will, but maybe by the hair of their chinny chin chin. But against, this is not a Three Little Pigs podcast, but against Liverpool and United, no. I can't imagine them doing anything against Liverpool. Maybe at home against Manchester United, and they're feeling particularly spunky. Maybe they get something. That's fair. But since game week 13, they have scored eight goals. I'm going back to game week 13 because that was when I think they had a, that was one of their last, was one of their last, one of their last good results. They scored eight goals since then. No one has scored more than one goal for them in that span. Right. So 12.5% selection on Tony. You have Tony? I do not have Tony. Did you have Tony? You did have him for a while. I started the season with him. I had him Boymo for a while, and he's of course like uh, he did exactly what uh, what tends to happen. I got rid of him. I think we talked about that weeks and weeks ago, uh, and got an assist or something like that. It was like the first return he had had in uh, forever after right after I got rid of him. Yeah, he did it today. He got the assist on their goal against Southampton today, but I just don't know. I just feel like you could put the names of whatever their starting eleven is in the hat. Pull out and pull out a name, and that's probably just as good of a way of figuring out who's going to score their goal as any. And Buemo with the assist. Buemo with the assist today. Uh, I just like to me, this is not a team you can go anywhere near. Um, it just feels like uh, it just feels like the kind of thing that you should just stay away. For sure, I agree. Let's move on. Brent, Brentford, Brentford, no useless. Next B, Burnley, home versus Leicester, and. Watford. Both home matches. Both Turf Moor, Burnley against Leicester and Watford. So, yeah, I kind of like Cornet, although he's not playing because of international duty. Cornet's gone. Uh, Normally, at times, I would like Chris Wood, maybe in this scenario. So the two, and that's exactly it. Brian, there's rumors of him being sold to Newcastle. Not just rumors. Uh, Is it semi Burnley, uh, Burnley's release clause, I believe, had him, whatever the valuation was, was met. Which someone said in our Slack channel, Chris Wood had a release clause? Exactly. Okay. Uh, Newcastle, I think it was, so according to reports that are out there, $25 million, uh, was the release clause, which was met. He's ready to go to Newcastle for a physical. Not just, this is not just. This is happening. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle, obviously, with, with the news that, um. Callum Wilson's going to be out for probably another two months. Could and, be two and months. They're trying to get out of the relegation. They need so. a striker, and they need a striker now. They've already done good business. Do you, how how, do you feel good about the business with Newcastle bringing in Trippier? Yeah, I, I think like I, th- I think Trippier is a great move for them. Right. I also it did nothing for them <laughs> midweek. Uh, they lost one nil, I think, in their. Uh, I think it was their FA Cup match. We can. You want to? I think we nail that down really quick. Yeah, so uh, bringing in Trippier uh, was not enough of a spark for them to beat Cambridge United uh, in the FA Cup on Saturday. I don't know that that's necessarily a huge loss for them. I think they have bigger fish to fry for than, sure than staying in the staying FA, in the FA Cup. Cup. For sure, they need to worry about relegation. So uh, Chris Wood moving there uh, that helps. I, is, it can only help big, them for sure. This is a big yep. boost. It's got to be now. Chris Wood's a little older than I thought. He's thirty, but still. The style in which he plays, he's got another three to four 
good years. Yeah. And You're not the, expecting Chris Wood to sprint down the field and, and be weaving in between people no. and burning people up with his speed. That's what Callum Wilson's hamstrings are for. That is for what three Miguel Amoron And that's what Amoron and St. Maximin yeah. is for, right? Like, that's their job. Chris Wood is to be the hold-up yeah. player and to be the guy who heads corners into the net. Matt Raggi Ritchie has got someone to aim at now for whenever sure. he's supplying crosses. For sure. And I feel like all of what we just said is a perfect uh, example of why Burnley is completely useless. For sure. For this double I agree. Week. I can't uh, remember what I two, said, but... The you, two guys, you said the names, the two guys that you would even remotely consider are, are Cornet and Chris Wood, and neither of them are probably... Well, one for sure is not there, and right. the other one is likely not going to be for there. Sure. Useless. If you're feeling wild, you could... You, would you even remotely think like the puntiest punt of all time, Jay Rodriguez or or Vidra? No, nope. that's a, that's an it's insta- a that's that, a punty punt. Someone's got to kick the ball at the net front. That's in a forward. And look, position. there's yellow tri- triangles on on Dwight McNeil and Goodmanson. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, right. Like, uh, Dwight McNeil, we you, you love him as a, a real life player, but uh, or like him, I guess. Not even finger mask. Finger mask is finger mask is still hurt. Injury, so. He's got he's got a serious injury. Matt Lowton, maybe if you want a no, defender. Let's just stop. We'll you, stop I'm just names. saying, just four point yep. four. That's like the one place if you wanted to that's think fair. about it. The most you could do is go to somebody like that. Okay, but we agree. Yeah. Brentford and Burnley, absolutely useless. useless. All right, Brighton, home to Man, Crystal Palace you, uh, is this and like Chelsea. Complete alliteration here, like Burnley, like everything's bees right now. Well, it's is not there, quite any Well, so teams? it's not quite alphabetical, but uh, but. No, uh, this There's was just three. But we got all three in this double match. Well, we're do, we're stacking it up here. Stacking. Brighton plays both matches at home. One first against Crystal Palace, then against Chelsea. Okay. Would you think about any of the following people? Because this is, I'm just for me, they're semi useful. Okay. Neil Mope. Six point five pounds, six point five percent selected. I would consider Mope. Maybe he's kind of feeling he, it. He he's kind of, of feeling weirdest. it right now. He's scored three in his last five appearances. He scored three three goals in yeah. his last five appearances. No, I know. Yeah. He's had, as forwards go, 17 shots in the last, like, 10 weeks or something like right. that. Or eight weeks or something. Okay. Which is, like, fifth best for forwards. Not great for all of the attackers, but as forwards go, it's okay. He's had four big chances to score, so he's put away three of those, and that's not too bad. It's fourth best for forwards in like the I said like the last eight or nine weeks. It's okay. Is the matchup home these home matchups against Palace and Chelsea enough for you to think about Mope? Uh, let's say to uh, are you free hitting? If you're free hitting, would you think about it? If you're not free hitting, would you think about bringing him in? I would not think about. I would think about Mope. Uh, if I'm free-hitting, I would absolutely think about Mope. And then the other Brighton player that I would think about is uh, Cucurella. Okay. So you you could – he scored an eight against Chelsea last time they played, and that was in match week 20. Like, Brighton just played Chelsea. Yep. And they're rolling rolling it right back. And they're uh, this time they get Chelsea at home. So, like, Chelsea Brighton is, is the red four color, like the, the pink-red. Yeah. Four. Do you? I said I don't. Do, they is don't. Chelsea, they don't feel like a red well, no, why? four right the now. FPL does not consider the club mojo. 
Yeah, club mojo. We club mojo meter is very low for Chelsea right now. I think we I think we established that the last few weeks. Not one person that would be sitting in any of these chairs felt good at all about Chelsea. We'll get to them in a minute, but as but I think Brighton playing both matches at home, home. they can get some. The Crystal so for, we should also say Brighton Crystal Palace tends to be uh, it's chippy. It is a derby. Um, we should look it up. It's a it's a. I, you, I thought Brighton was on the coast. They, Palace but they are. London, this but is. There's some history between the clubs. Yeah, this is a. Um, okay, I'm just gonna take your word for it. If, we we've we've talked about this on previous episodes of the of the podcast. Okay. Uh, as people have pointed out, it is sometimes called the A23 Derby and the M23 Derby by the media. That seems to be incorrect, but it is a derby. Okay. <laughs> They are connected. The reason why it's connected by the road, right? Yes, it is the that is the road that they are connected by. Either way, Brighton and Crystal Palace do not like each other. So okay, this this it's it's to me. If you want to look at Brighton and say, oh, Crystal Palace is green. There are two since they're playing. It's going to be a little chippier. Is that what you're saying? I they this is uh, this this tends to be chippy. Okay. Uh, I would not. I would not look at this as like, oh, it's a great matchup. The advantage goes to them, I think, a little bit. I think you know, just being the home matchup. Yeah, for sure. And then Chelsea, you just say generally not a good matchup, even though it's not as bad as it might have been. I don't know, two months ago. Sure, for sure. All right. So I, I, I like. Uh, yeah, if you're free hitting. Yeah, I, uh, I, like, I think the big like Mopa and Cucurella here. Um. Just want to throw Trossard's name out there. Probably I, too much of a risk. I looked at him. It's just six one. There's a better options. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're exactly right. Uh, the question would be, Tariq Lamptey. Do you go back to Lamptey, or do you spend up for Cucurella? Um, it's four or five. I, that's it, the it's this, like for whatever reason, Cucurella continues to get attacking like Chilwell style returns. Yeah. So and and. Or you know, name Chelsea wing back. If like you, Cucurella would be perfect for Chelsea wing back right now. Yeah, oh man, yeah. If you knew, Lamptey might be good. Lamptey, Lamptey for would sure, be amazing for Chelsea wing back right for now. For sure. The issue with him, of course, minutes is Lamptey likely to p- play ninety minutes in right. both matches in a double match week. I don't think you could possibly bank on that. I feel like they've been they've been doing a good job in kind of bringing him back somewhat slowly. They have not been scared to bring him out at times and not give him the full 90, just making sure that that injury doesn't the the previous injury doesn't resurface or yeah, get revisited in in any way. If you knew that Lamptey was going to play 68 minutes in both double match week matches, is that enough on the discount from Cucurella to make up for the fact that you know Cucurella is playing ninety minutes in Maybe. both of them? Maybe I think it probably just depends on where the where the when I'm setting up the team if I need that that point six. Lamptey played four five to five point one, right? And he pl- yes, and he played so, and Lamptey played twenty nine minutes against Everton last last match. Yeah. If that happens, then you're then you don't want that. If right. that's twenty nine minutes against Chelsea, you don't want you don't want that at all. That helps no. you nothing. No. So I yeah, my feeling is I I would also like to say, uh since uh same things in the last like 
eight or nine game weeks. Cucurella is one of the more creative players. Uh, he has the most chances created of any trash bird um, in the last eight. He's got weeks. great hair too. I appreciate that. Yep. And he doesn't. He's taken shots in the box, or taken some decent amount of shots. He's taken five shots, which you don't yeah. want. You don't want your defender. I mean, he's not. No one's going to be Marcus Alonso or something. You know, you're not going to get like this right. huge volume. But that's a decent amount in For the sure. last. You know, in the last little bit, Lamptey tends to take his shots more in the box. Again, uh, I feel like this has way more to do with team setup and how and how lucky do you yeah, feel with Lamptey's minutes? All right, Chelsea at Manchester City. And at Brighton, I'm, Chelsea, I'm putting them next, mostly because I would want to ask the question after that: What makes you trust them at, at all? all? The uh, look, Mason Mount. I trust Mason Mount at this point to start, but he hasn't been doing much so in his last six weeks. He just hasn't done much. Yeah, he's I, not. I thought for sure when I sorted the players by form. That I'd see Mount in the first bit of the list, and he's not. I think you have to scroll a page uh, on the on the midfielder list uh, when you sort. If you go to FPL yeah. and sort by form, if you just leave it right on the regular old players, you sort by form. There's no Mason Mount to be found. You got to go to the I'm next. Not sure. You know what? I might take a chance on. On Captain America. Okay. He he's played he's played now uh, five games in a row where he's played and started and played the full ninety of each of each of the games. Okay. The the difference between Captain America, uh, Christian Pulisic, who sure. those of you who might not know who I'm talking about, the reason why I might bring him up is because he looks like he wants to score. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the Chelsea guys at times. Here recently, not not all season. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but recently, just don't. I don't know. So, something's not there. I don't know what it is, but something's not there. Captain America, it, just depending on how you want to set your team up. Yeah, I, but that's it. I'm, I mean, sure. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not gonna fault you if you want to go with Marcus Alonso. Right. That's probably that's probably well, pretty good. I was gonna say Alonso's in. I think 11.6 percent selected. So that's, I mean, that's terribly high, right. but that's been, he's been the guy that most people, have, if you stuck with him, you, you probably are okay with that. And you're not, ta- I don't think you're taking him out. He's not a priority transfer, obviously, now that there's a double week. Um, Mount's probably the only guy that, it, like, if you're free hitting and you're bringing in a Chelsea guy, I mean, I my thought was you wouldn't bring in anyone but Mount, but. I don't know. Pulisic would make me think twice about it. I, I was surprised when I checked and saw that he's he's played ninety minutes the last five games. Since, yeah, since he's kind of come back. No, and and of all the people, like he feels like he always has something to prove. For he, sure, he That's a really good always. Point. I mean, b- between injuries and just not being able to get over the hump and certain things, like or finding a place in the starting lineup. At he's times. such a hilarious player to look at in terms of like. Like, if you want to pull the best of what he's accomplished so far, you go down through the list and you're like, he's accomplished as much or more than so many young players at this, at this stage in his career. Like, significant goals that he's scored, right. big moments and stuff that he's done where you just say, like, not just for American players, but for a- almost any young player, sure. what he's done. And then you look then, too, and see, like, he's like a, it has just felt like he's a permanent red triangle. For the longest time, so for sure now that knowing that he's back in the lineup, 
I wouldn't hate free hitting him in, especially if you need a differential. Because sure. this these matches are Manchester City. I don't know. I mean, we you, you like as as He's as bone Brian point eight. I was gonna say not just for differential, but just to say we already know the way Tuchel is and has been here with uh, Pep's teams. Like the way that he's treated Manchester City lately, uh, all the bad mojo in the world. Uh, to me, I don't know how you don't get up for this. Right, for sure. Uh, other than the left back issue and the right back issue, uh, <laughs> as far as the, I mean, the team health. I mean, they've gotten. I mean, Werner's back playing. I know that's not like you're not considering him necessarily. The Lukaku uh, saga. Didn't help Club Mojo, but no. he is there. He's saying he's he's back in the team and he's practicing and he cares and wants to be there. I would probably bring in two players, maybe of Chelsea in this match week, but okay. I'm not going to go all out and go three. And maybe it's just one. I just don't. I don't know. Two two away matches at City at Brighton, low Club Mojo. I just yeah, I agree. Mount is. Uh, Based on stats, if you're looking at just attacking statistics, Mount's your guy. Right. Because he's one of the best in terms of shots, shots in the box. He's created as many chances as Trent Alexander-Arnold last five weeks, just in the last five weeks, which is, a, I feel like five weeks is a good sample size. He's got 11 chances created, which is the same as Trent. You think that's that's fantastic. He has 16 shots in the last five weeks. It's the second most of anyone. So only mm-hmm. Kane... Only Kane wow. and like Salah are ahead of him in wow. the last five weeks. Okay. Um, and he's in the box a good bit. And so that was the thing. I know we talked, I know I, I had that stat with him and Polisic a couple weeks ago. You feel like Polisic is the one who's the more aggressive. He mm. is the attacking guy. And then when you, when you look at it, it's like, well, no, Mount's actually Mount, been yeah. in there a little bit more. But I agree with you. I feel like Polisic, there's something about, there's something with him. I don't know. I feel like this is maybe with the Manchester City game, it feels like the kind of game where he's the guy. It seems like in the bigger games, run into that it, space. It seems like in the bigger yeah. games, he shows up and Mount doesn't. When was the last time Mount really showed up in a big game? Now look, don't kill me, Twitter. He probably has. Just nothing at this moment comes to mind. Okay. Everyone knows everything, and I when know. you're saying things, anyone can come at you For with sure. whatever they remember. So. Yeah. You have to really be careful. Dan. Next, next, Brian, what's on the list? Final word on Chelsea is if you've got the players, you're not getting rid of them because of the double week. But I don't know that there's any pressing need for you to go to anyone on their squad for the double week. And I think already we're about halfway through the list. There is no one. No that one. Like, no one. It's like, I got to go get. Yeah, I got to go get this guy. Lester at Burnley home Spurs at Burnley. Home Spurs. Hmm. What kind of Spurs team is going to show up? But then again, what type of Leicester team? I mean, look, you're so not you, going defense. So the most you know already, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, James Madison. Uh, I will. James Madison's been kind of hot. I will tell you that my transfer this week, I've made one transfer, and it is to finally get rid of Mo Salah's uh, dropping price over okay. and over again wow, to go to James Madison. Wow. That is my. Are you? You're not going to do anything with the money. You're going to leave it sit there. Well, so that's that's the next question. Is I've got like 
I'm a Sun owner, and we can talk about Spurs in okay. a little bit, but we know for sure that Sun, or at least we, the report is, the mm. way Conte is talking about it, is that the Sun report. could is going to be miss uh, the upcoming matches. There are some reports that are saying Sun could miss up to five weeks. Okay. Oh. So Sun is a solid red triangle. Okay. So the question is, do I reallocate those funds in the midfield? Uh, like a lot of people, I have a yellow triangle triangle on Ollie Watkins. I have a yellow Phil Foden triangle. Right. I have a red triangle on Daniel Amarty. The Christmas tree of triangles. It absolutely is. There is a, there are holes to be filled all over the squad. So I could put that money kind of wherever. Um, but right now, James Madison is my one uh, is the one move, and I think it's largely on what I hope is what everyone who's bought him is hoping that okay. that he's not a flash in the pan right uh that this is not right. just some like weird that he's just not the shiny toy of the last like five or six weeks and that this double match week especially with the news that vardy's going to be out for a while this hamstring injury that's that got vardy finally got him it's pats and daca time is daca even in i don't know Someone's got to play it's up there. It's not Ian time. I know that because Ian away on international duty. And the only other person, DACA, they got listed a, with an injury right now. He's got a 75% chance of playing. So it might be Harvey Barnes time. Harvey Barnes as striker. Really might be. And I, you might have Iosi Perez time. That's the other okay, option. Now, he used to play forward right, for Newcastle. Yeah, and he's so they have guys that can fill those roles. With James Madison uh, certainly being Heck, a they might f- play Lookman up there. Right, and that's the other guy. So I would just say I think uh, we all agree Leicester defensively is it absolutely a non – you're not considering them at all, despite even playing Burnley, who has no one in attack. Sure. So uh, the question is, which of their players would you go to? Matt, like I said, I, I mean, I've picked Madison already. I don't know that Lookman is a crazy sh- – Shot. I know. I agree. You really could roll the dice on the other attacking guys, I think. Given that Telemans, Madison, Barnes. Telemans might be, honestly, Telemans might be the safest guy. Hey, your guys are saying that they, your manager is saying he admires uh, Telemans from from afar. Do you think that's something that could turn into something? I don't know. Right now, I mean, it Look, I'm. Would you even want him if he was available? I don't know. That's a great question. I think he's a good player. I think when where did he? We talked about this before. He was loaned from Monaco, and look, he's 24. Uh, it's yeah. not like he's some old sage here. You would take him. He's well, on the grounds that any team needs good players. He's, and got he's a, a lot, good player. He's got a lot of football and talent. He's great. He's a very good player. Yeah, he's a very good player. So yeah, no, I, I would take him. These matchups, though, I just – it's just so – this is – this. The only guy that I would possibly consider, in for me, taking a negative on and or bringing in on a free hit is Madison. The, Unless I knew that Perez or Barnes were getting run and in a striker position. It's semi-safe in that uh, barring injury and barring uh, illness um, – Burnley and Spurs uh, in game week 22 with a turnaround to playing Brighton at home um, before the international break. Okay. So the next three weeks, bringing in a Leicester attacker doesn't necessarily kill you. Right. You know for sure you're going to get them because after the break, they come back with uh, an away match at 
um, Anfield. So you, you don't love them away at uh, Liverpool. No. Yeah. And then they play uh, West Ham. Um, the one defender, if you were thinking about it. Oh, wow. We weren't done. FPL threw Luke Thomas's name out there wow. from Leicester, uh, mostly because he had, he's in the last three. three weeks, he's had an assist, and they've had two clean sheets Wow! in three of the last five matches, and he's 4.3. Last on this, uh, this section of the teams, Watford at Newcastle, home to Burnley. No, no, at Newcastle and away to Burnley. I love Watford players. Okay. I happen to have okay. Let's you see. love two. I love players. Two. I happen to have two. I have Bachman, who I'm going to start this week, and I had Dennis. Now I don't know what I'm getting with Dennis, and this goes back to one yeah. of your main earlier premises of uh, it's a double week, but like I don't know if he's going to play. If there's going to be yeah. um, Afcon hangover, like. So I don't know what's going on. So he's got the yellow triangle, I think. I believe he still is on the yellow he does. triangle. No, he still is. Uh, Claudio Ranieri says, one, that it was not too serious. Two, it was a kick that he got against Spurs. And uh, as he said, I want to preserve. So it was a it was a substitution that he was. It was entirely preventative. Uh, I assume thinking ahead to uh, matches that are piled up a bit. Yes, for sure. Um I think the issue, like to go back to what we said before about him, Joao Pedro came in and looked really good. Mm. Probably won a penalty against Spurs. Yeah. Didn't get called. And I don't – if you take Ranieri at, if, at face value and just say, I want to preserve Dennis, Dennis has been their probably their best attacker. I think that's safe to say. Dude, he's leading the fantasy – I mean – yeah, he's, he's one of the highest the, price risers in all of FPL. This, but he's this leading year. the forwards in scoring, right? In yeah. fantasy scoring. Yeah, he's. It's a remarkable kind of eight goals, six assists on the yeah. season. Crazy. Never would have predicted in a million years. Uh, I think we're only here because of Josh King and Dennis, and the question of like just. Be, I mean, Dennis is thirty eight per thirty eight percent selected as we sit here. That's crazy high. It makes perfect sense though. Anyone that has him already, I'm sure you feel mostly good about away to Newcastle and home to away to Newcastle and Burnley. Josh King, like as much as I, you know, as much as I wanted, I wanted the stats to win and they did not. Uh, but he still is on penalties, and Josh King, I think, did assist when Dennis. The last time Dennis scored, it was Josh King's assist to him that I, if I remember, it, it right. might have been. And so it's not. It's a good. Not only is it, uh, they're both useful players. It's a good partnership. So wouldn't fault you. I don't know that if you're free hitting or something. I don't know that you double up. I no, just, I don't. No, no, no. I don't, for, I don't think you want to do that. No. But you could pick. It's weird to see that Josh King is that kind of differential, and he still is. Uh, I would say he. I know, th- look, you and Scott have been Josh King, Josh King. I have not. Maybe I'll eat those words, but. He's, he hasn't done a whole lot to shock me. No, for sure. I don't know. In the last five weeks, he, he, he got one assist. You yeah. know? But before no, that, in fairness to him, and if you go back seven weeks, he had a goal in, in the sixth and seventh game. So, yeah, he he hit that little bit of a – he hit a good patch there, and then it, it just completely disappeared, mostly because Dennis was getting returns and King wasn't. And yeah. King was, but, but King has been, like I said before, I feel like he's getting – 
He's gotten wildly unlucky. Look, so I think either way, the the point is, Dennis is not at all a bad. I I feel like you might, maybe with like I know everyone talks about effective ownership. That's a big talking point of like, like teams that are actively playing, and just right. the fact that he's so owned, right? That that not having Dennis for a double week into pretty, probably two the like two of the best, if not the best matchups on paper. I don't know if he plays both and plays a majority of both. It might hurt you if you don't have him. Well, it, it'll be interesting. I again, I'm I'll have him, but as I'm looking at it, and he's got a yellow triangle, and all and and honestly, I think we referenced this. All the guys who could and or might play in double match weeks, especially in this time of season, in this time of in this time of year. During this type of a season, I'm talking to you, uh, people who own Everton players going into this match week 21. Yeah. Games can get canceled on yeah. a whim. Yeah. And so all of a sudden a double match week is not a double match week. So I would I would not take like a minus eight to bring in people. Yeah. It is a huge risk because the games might not even be played. For sure. And like even this week, like it was mostly, you know, I, I know the – the advice is always wait as long as you possibly can just because of like what happened here. Right. I think you might've looked at it this week and thought, great. I get to Everton. I get Damari Gray twice. I get Dominic Calvert-Lewin twice. Yep. All of a sudden you do not. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it definitely does not have to stay the way it is. I think the one good thing for Watford is just because they're not safe in any possible way. Like, the fact that they're six points away from Leeds in 16th and they're only two points above Burnley, you know, in 17th there. Right. That they need their best scorers. They are in the market for defensive assets. Like, the, you know, the defensively, they've been so horrible. Mm. Uh, they do have to go for it. as you know, They cannot possibly – they can't defend. Um, and if you're going to – if you're going to have Bachman, Foster's getting closer. He's talked about that. So, I mean, maybe that turns into a competition in the coming weeks. But it feels like a after-the-international-break kind of competition. Right. Until then, like, the attack has been there. They've been – they can score. And Dennis seems to be the guy that's doing it. So, yeah. anyway, King or Dennis, preferably – if you're going for one Dennis, at this point, how could you not go for, sure. for Dennis? Manchester United. At Aston Villa, at Brentford. I, I don't like anything with the the club mojo meter for United is lower than uh, Chelsea. Yeah, like it's really low. Yeah, that I'm not sure. I probably on a on a whim would go Ronaldo. Okay, that's it. Yeah, I don't trust McTominay going to keep scoring. No, I don't know. He's suspended till January nineteenth. So. Yeah. He's going to miss at least one of those games. Yeah, um, I man, I just I don't want any, any part of it other than maybe so, maybe Ronaldo. So Ronaldo and uh, I, I De Gea is my I swapped to De Gea as a goalkeeper. Um, that's maybe maybe the one place you could go just because and and even then I think it's mostly because they play Brentford away to Villa. I mean, it feels like the club arrows are going in opposite directions. 
with Manchester United. Yeah, they just Aston beat them Villa. in the FA Cup. They beat them one right. nothing. So, well, so I then you really don't like it that Manchester United's going to Aston Villa, especially kind of a new revamped Aston Villa. Uh, yeah, how is it not? If uh, Philippe Coutinho is joining your team, do you feel good about that, or do you feel, feel bad about that? I feel that? pretty good about it. Um, maybe there's a question about Ollie Watkins. It seems like there's tons and tons of interest, including from your guys, uh, in Ollie Watkins. I don't know how. I don't know what that's going to lead to. If that's going to matter, I don't know. I don't know that. I think they they're try- going after a little bit of a bigger fish. Sure, but we'll see. But either way, for Manchester United, I don't know how. Like you go through the rest of the team, which of the attackers? Sancho? No way. Rashford, is he going to play? Probably not. Mm. It doesn't seem like he's he's not getting steady minutes, that's for sure. Mason Greenwood can always be good, but he doesn't he's same thing. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? After that, it's defensive assets, yeah. which you could say Luke Shaw was back <laughs> out there uh last match, Luke Shaw playing a little bit better, but he's suspended for the Aston Villa match. <laughs> so can't be about Luke Shaw. You're not bringing him in for one match against Brentford. I don't think so. No. Juan Basaka back starting in the last two. Do you possibly want Aaron Juan Basaka? There's no way. No. Because Shaw and Juan Basaka are back in the side and they're getting this, they're getting league minutes. That makes Alex Tellis and Diogo Dallo. You can't. They're risky assets. So you're unless you're feeling like ridiculously lucky. The only other guy is if you want to get nuts and go to Bruno. Like, that's it. It's Ronaldo, De Gea, and Bruno if you're crazy. Like, I, I feel like that is it for Manchester United. And I just don't know, like, did Ronaldo coming back is, have they, like, did the, did, like, the good feelings are over? Honeymoon period is over with Ronaldo I, being I there? I guess, but, it, I mean, it also, there's clubhouse problems. There's manager issues. Yeah. What's the, the last, one? what's the last report that they were talking? I, I'm sure it was on, uh, definitely on NBC Sports here, uh, the last time they played. But just talking about the general disgruntled feeling of just about everyone on the squad. I know, like so many like first team players that are just like, I think I'm, I'm just there's like there's no happiness whatsoever. Yeah, it's I crazy. thought Ronaldo was supposed to cure all of it. Well, well, managers have. Something to say about that? I guess. So I just right. I don't know how you're. Again, I don't know how you feel. Even if you go get Ronaldo in what look like matchups I, that are that are exploitable, I would, I would pick up Ronaldo in a free hit. But I and and I would cross my fingers and hope that he could get some things done for me. Yeah, Spurs. All right, North London derby home. Yep, and then away to Leicester. Does the Sun injury change? Everything for all of them. Hamstring injury, as it is being reported, even in football.london and others saying, could be out as many as five weeks for wow. Hyung Min's son. Wow. Or he could be out zero weeks and he starts immediately the next time. Which that I he swear plays. this has happened before. Oh, it's definitely right? happened before. Um, look, I, I, I have no idea. Son has a way of completely healing himself overnight when necessary. I guess the question is... Look, I don't think that they're going to light the scoreboard up at Arsenal. Right. That's So, Arsenal, to me, is playing way better football. Or at home. At home. They're, yeah. Excuse me. 
So they are home. They, they, they are playing at home. I don't think that Tottenham, even at home, is going to light Arsenal up. No. Not, not the way the Arsenal has been playing. Yes, Arsenal just lost in the FA Cup with half of their starters out there uh, against Nottingham Forest, who played a great game. I don't want to take anything away from Nottingham Forest. But, um, yes, that I don't, I don't think FA Cup form and Premier League form coincide, Brian. Okay. I think, I think they're different competitions. Yeah, for sure. I, I think this is going to be a lower-scoring game. I think it's going to be a 1-1-1-0 game is my guess. My my other feeling about it is if it was going to go to a blowout scenario, it's going blowout Arsenal. It's going. I would agree. It's going it's Martinelli not... hat trick. It's going Saka brace. It's yeah, going to the no. guys who are scoring the goals and who are wrecking games. That's fair. It's probably not going blowout Spurs, right? It's not. Probably not. Yeah. The the, the I feel like the reason why it's it feels safe to say that is. Because Spurs have tightened up defensively, but they're also they're not really. It's Kane, uh, and this is the the one guy. So I don't know if, if you have Lloris, If you have like I own Ben Davis, but mostly for for price. Right. I think Davis is up to a four point five now. I own. Uh, I you have Davinson Sanchez. I do have Sanchez, which you're going to play him. I am like, going to play. Right. You, so you're going to play him, and you can play. I feel like you can throw him out there confidently. I'm going to start Ben Davis just because he's getting two matches. I mean, that's it. I'm just going to hope that he gets four. Right. Instead of right. instead of two from some other guy somewhere. But no, that if you're like if you're going someone attacking, Kane is the only guy. You could roll the dice on Mora. Bergvine might be the guy. Bergvine who, is undetermined right now, out with a calf injury. Sure. So he's getting closer to fitness. The question is whether or not he's the guy to come in and fill the sun. I mean, Lu- Lucas Mora is, is he's kind of on a little bit of a hot streak. Yeah, and Mora, everyone knows that Mora is like, he's like unpredictable, but he seems to be more fa- on the favorable side of unpredictable, okay. I think. Okay. So he shows up. I feel like he shows up at times, and then, uh, but the unpredictability of it, um, I don't know how you could ever, like, again, like with uh, so many of these guys, it really does come down to how lucky do you feel. Kane, finally over 10% selected, which seems weird, uh, all things considered. <laughs> no one has taken, in the last five weeks, tied for De Bruyne, with De Bruyne for most shots of any player. 18, wow. 18 shots in the last five okay. matches for Kane. 13 shots in the box, second somehow to Edward from Crystal Palace. Wow. So 13 shots in the box for Kane, which is the second most of any player. Five big chances, second most of all players. Like, he's getting more touches in the box, like okay. 30 touches in the box is okay. You think that, my, you know, you think he should have more. I would think he should touch the ball in the box more, but the shots, I think, is what you would care about. And if Kane, or if Sun's not there, Who's going to get the ball more? Who are they going to aim at more? Whose shoulders is this on more? It's on Kane. For sure. So, And then also, it's Kane penalties. It's Kane potentially taking free kicks close to the goal. He will do that. So this, to me, like if you're going anywhere, I, I've thought about it. Yeah. If it came down to Ronaldo or Kane, I feel like I would trust Kane. Uh, Ooh, also considering... I don't know. Well, just knowing first now, of all, I like I like the way his 
the the setup of his team better. Who scores in the North London Derby? Kane. If, if someone scores, it's going to be Kane. Probably. Who scores against Leicester? It's Kane. 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 So this like you're if you're looking at it from just the pure like player on player, Ronaldo versus Kane. To me, it's Kane. Uh, even though the matchups for Manchester United are, are on better. paper, better. they're better. Yeah, okay. All right. Fair enough. That's it. Okay. That's your double game week. So, it just doesn't feel like... Is it a good double game week? No. 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 It's really I, not. Not after the... We, we, I mean, I feel like we kind of hashed it up as good as we could. I, is it possible we missed something? Yeah, maybe. We're not perfect. Is there... I mean... But that, it just... There, it, no. The, there's nothing juicy about it. Like... Any of the double game week people I named, who do you trust more? Uh, any of them, or would you take, I don't know, Liverpool and West Ham? Liverpool home to Brentford, West Ham home to Leeds. A Salah and Mane less Liverpool home to Brentford. I feel like you could get almost as much out of those guys in a really good matchup at yeah. home against Brentford. Yeah. No, West Ham uh, against Leeds at home. I know, I know, Scott, and he might be right. Well, and we'll find out. Scott said, "I, I said, well, hey, is this worth a a Jota captain?" And he said, right. "Well, Salah and Mane aren't there, so now it all rests yeah. on him." Which I respect his point, and honestly, I think it's a very good point. On the other hand, if Liverpool is firing on all cylinders, I want the guy closest to the goal, and it's going to be Jota. Yeah, for sure. So. I'm still I'm I I might not captain him. He's definitely in my he's definitely starting for me. Sure. But he's in it, but I don't right. know. Right. Like so many people have still gone to Jota regardless of the fact that they're playing just once and they're playing but I think it's mostly cuz they play Brentford. Yeah. And and he's yeah. the guy. I mean he's yeah. he's basically all that's left. Um the next the last thing we were going to I was going to say is is that like out of the single week the the single match players uh like just looking through maybe form and just thinking like are you so it's not a great time for arsenal like at north i like i said north london derby i, I don't know like you have Saka. yeah i do I, so last week are you playing him this week yeah for okay sure. Uh, to me, the like the guys we've I already said. I just feel said, like his, his form is undeniable right now. Saka, Martinelli, Odegaard to me seem like bulletproof choices for for your midfield. I honestly wouldn't know which of the three of those guys to recommend. Currently, currently it's Saka. I okay. had Martinelli a couple weeks ago, but look, let's be honest. Let's go back to match week sixteen. So the last six match weeks, is, these are Saka's scores: five, six, seven, sixteen, six. Yeah. Who's going to complain about that kind of stuff? No, and and it hasn't mattered where they're playing City, uh, and let's not forget Arsenal should have beat City. Just want to throw that out there. I still got a little baggage from that. Martinelli, yeah, for sure. We Martinelli's still- been banging posts and has been all over sniffing goals. So so his fancy scores haven't exactly the last two weeks. Norwich and City shown it, but before that, yeah, Martinelli six seven fifteen, right, and then. But it's not like he hasn't gotten minutes and or hasn't had opportunity in the Norwich and City matches. He absolutely has. So, Brian, you're right. It could be in – the fact that I brought Saka in, it's probably incoming Martinelli hat trick is probably what's going to happen. I Yeah, to me, I, I just feel like – my, my sense of it is Spurs are figuring it out. Arsenal has figured it out better. 
at well, this at maybe this sooner right at this moment in time. But they've been working at it longer. Right, that's what I mean. <laughs> and it just feels like the youth of their attack. Yeah. And the consistency of what they're doing right this moment. They're starting to get it. If a little bit. If Sun was in, I might say it could be a bit more of a war. Mm, okay. But I I just I don't know. I just have this weird like I just have this feeling you think that, it, that London's going red, maybe. Yeah, it just mm. feels like it just feels like that. I, I wish this, I had that moment. I wish I had that feeling. I always, anytime I play Tottenham, uh, am scared to uh, wish too big, because uh, here recently Tottenham has owned them the last four or five but, years. Um, but I, like that's I, to me that's like that's one that as far as transfers, as far as form goes, like Saka, Martinelli, Odegaard are all in the top ten of your form picks in yeah. midfield. Tierney is a form pick as a defender. He's fourth overall in form right now. Tierney's been great. Lacazette, fourth in forward form. So, like, t- like they, what they're doing is correct yeah. right now. Yeah. Everything they're doing. It's just this is – it just feels like the not the, – like the least ideal week to have the North London Derby. Everton, do you care? Do you care at all that they are about to cut club cancer Lucas Dina out of the club and send him somewhere, probably Aston Villa. Is that enough of a motivation for you to even think about Everton and the fact that they get to play Norwich this week? No, I got to see something first. I'm not going near Everton. Not right now. I just got I got to see something. Okay. I, I I just think for like I just know as far as you, just transfers in right now for forwards. Uh despite of really good matchup Dominic Calvert-Lewin he's back in there misses a penalty last week like probably should, yeah. should have been a he goal absolutely scorer should have he's not in your top eight forward transfers in no, no one's even thinking about it no. is that not wild to you it is wild but I'm still not I, I I see your point yeah for sure but I'm not going here okay the like Wolves get to play home to Southampton. Uh, Saw, uh, Jose Saw, uh, uh, goalkeeper is your number one goalkeeper transfer, transfer in. in for the I week, tell you who should despite be despite the single week. Right. Uh, who who's the hottest player in the Premier League right now? It's Mo Salah. Who He's on the cover more, of GQ. Who has scored week. more fantasy points in the last four weeks than anyone else? Uh, Daniel Podens. No, incorrect. It's James Ward-Prowse. Why is no one talking about <laughs> incoming, bringing in James Ward-Prowse in the middle of his streak? Uh, this is his streak. Here, not only uh, hilariously, despite his unbelievable streak, uh, James Ward-Prowse barely cracks your top twenty. Transfers in <laughs> fools. This is fools this. everywhere. <laughs> There's not enough of those people. Are the smartest man in the room is David. Grapes Smith, <laughs> only. and he's the only person with the balls and the smarts to own James Ward. Thank you for giving me credit that I do not deserve. That is, I've had to play him via force, and it has worked out for me. Yeah, this is the best possible forced move that you've ever had to make. Um, <laughs> but Wolves, you like Wolves at home uh, against just about anybody. Uh, wolves have been um, tough to a tough nut to crack for sure. Um, Recently, I, I understand the move to Saw as a goalkeeping option, yeah. for sure. Uh, Armando uh, Broja Broja, 
uh, probably will yeah, have something to say uh, he, about. He's worth a look, Brian. I feel like his scores have been really, really good. Yeah, so even today, I know he's got a yellow triangle. Uh, I have him. Uh, he was my he was my uh, third forward. Wow, went, look went at with you. him. Yeah. So, but he, he's gonna, you're going to see head injury. But I think it was pretty clear today. Social media, at least, it was a precautionary substitution. Okay. They were winning four one. He takes a crack to the head. He went down in the first half. Like I was sitting there screaming, like you've got to be kidding me, because he it looked like he did he did the football roll on the ground after he took a weird ankle knock. Mm. I thought like you got to be kidding. He's like they're about to like he blew a tire. They're about to explode, and he gets uh, he finally gets knocked out of the game, and he did not. It Brian, was uh, it was just a it was just a, a, a faking. If only we knew exactly how to say his name. Maybe one day we will learn. But in the last they talked about it today. Six match weeks, he goes eight two twelve four one eight. It's really good. Yeah, for five three, he's a fantastic goal scorer. Uh, today, uh, I was nervous that he was offside on his breakaway goal, but uh, he was not. Um, no, he was. Uh, he's been fantastic, and everyone. It's a uh, Chelsea Loney. Uh, all I. Uh, uh, one of the big FPL really? names out there, uh, Gianni. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, Butis, B-U-T-T-I-C-E. He's out there. Okay. He's on all the stuff. Yeah, right. He's, yeah. He's one of those guys, man bun and all. Mm. Uh, he's a huge Chelsea guy, and he's talked about uh, Broya for a while now. Okay. Just to say, like, there's no way Chelsea is letting this guy go on a permanent basis. Oh wow! Like this is a this is a loan. A player with huge talent, like there is absolutely no way we're letting a player of that quality go. Wow! Uh, so it's a guy I assume okay. you'll see back at Chelsea uh, probably next season. Brian, is that it? Have we missed anything else? I know that you you have came you came prepared. Yeah, we stats look. We facts. need it because this is stuff we need to talk about. Like the like, I'm a Phil Foden owner. Everyone is a Cancelo owner. You got Riyad Mahrez on international duty. Who is going to be? Who Manchester City is going to come in and annihilate this lame Chelsea team? Are they going to? They're the early game on Saturday. Do you feel good about any of your Manchester City assets going into that game? Is, is Jack Grealish going to even play? I said I'm on record in this podcast last week saying that I was seriously considering bringing in Raheem Sterling, mm-hmm. which I'm still like I love it. I want I want to go to that kind of I want that kind of maverick move. Your son money could go to Sterling. Absolutely could go to Sterling. However, I want KDB. Mm. I want the biggest shooter in the Premier League. I made the money work in I'm my midfield. He's the biggest shooter, by the way. I know. It's surprising. So what I'm saying is it can work out. I could have both of them in my midfield. Before this double game week was announced, they were in there, at least in my tinkering team. Mm. After Chelsea this week, they play Southampton, Brentford, and Norwich. After they play Chelsea in game week 22, Manchester City play at Southampton, home to Brentford, at Norwich. Yeah. You want you want at least two yeah. Manchester City players. And I think you'll take the substitute minutes for your attacking Manchester City players wow. in those three. Going wow, to wow, any wow. of them this week, one, they're home. Two, they're the league they're league leading. They're smashing it right now. Yeah. Chelsea is not smashing it right no. now. No. No. 
Nope. Two different Who, club mojo. Who's Marcus Alonso defending in Manchester City? If uh, Ben Chilwell's there. Maybe a blade of grass. A little different. Marcus Alonso this week, uh, I think I think anyone who sees Chelsea play, uh, I think Lamptey is a guaranteed start at home against Chelsea yeah. and will obliterate Marcus Alonso yeah. no. on that side. Probably. Probably. Um those are the I feel like those are the main guys. Yep. I just there's not too many other names. I just don't I it's too early for Philippe Coutinho. It's Well he so he's not I, I checked him just a second ago. He's not FPL ready. Not yet. yet in FPL. He is not. I don't think he is it that he's My guess is he'll come in at a wonky price. Brian, is, it the tw- is it the twenty third? He'll come in at like a um uh, Did they say I think he's coming I think he'll play the I think he'll play game week twenty three. They play Everton. I think that was. I feel like I saw that somewhere where that's like the first time where Coutinho would sure. be available. My guess is he'll come into FPL at like an eight, five. Okay, that sounds right. Like I feel like it's going to be a wonky price. If he's less than eight, would you go to him immediately? Not immediately, but wow! Like I'm gonna for sure keep my eye on him. I mean, I, got, I feel like I got good guys in my in my midfield. So like, who whose place? He's got to be pretty good to take a place there. Yeah. Remember, sure. I am obligated to keep JWP. And most of the season, it has not worked out for me. Recently, it has. So I really only have four uh, midfielders. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, so yeah, I'll keep my eye on it. I think that's really it. I feel like okay. unless – if there is somebody out there that you are desperate to, like, talk about, then I don't know who it could be. I feel like we've done as good a job as we could to try to fully discuss the double match week and whether or whether or not you should or should not play a chip and or try to go all in on it. Final word, free hit or otherwise change your team in a significant way that week. For me, I am keeping my team with marginal changes and uh, I am not free hitting. It's not worth it to me and or definitely not wild carding. And or probably not using a, another chip. I have two red triangles, an orange triangle, and three yellow triangles, and I you're, am not. You're in a different I, position, and I am not free hitting or wild card. Oh wow! Okay. One, I don't. So I said, Broya is one of the guys. That's I. I don't. That's a non-yellow to me. Okay. Foden, I think we talked about it last week. He's had enough time off. I'm not worried about it. Trent Alexander-Arnold's a yellow triangle right now. Come on, he'll be fine. No one who has Trent Alexander-Arnold isn't going to start him yellow triangle or not. You're not right. getting rid of Trent. Right. So my backup goalkeeper is my uh, my orange. That's Ben Foster. Yeah. The question is entirely about do I keep Sun or not. Right. So that's that's like that to me. Like, what number? Uh, second question. What number of double week players would you be okay with this week? I will probably end up having three. Okay. If I could get to five, I'd feel great about it. Okay. Yeah, like, I was gonna say what like, like there's. I'm, not, I'm just not willing to take a minus because they're, they're, the before we even get to the games, other games could be canceled with COVID. So I'm just nervous. Like it's just not worth the risk. I don't think the matchups are good enough, and it's not worth the risk for me. Three, with double game weeks, does it change your captain strategy at all? No, not really. I like to play guys that are good. Okay. Like, it's yeah, it, like, like, okay, so, I, so, so this week, who I have to make captain, a decision who's your captain on, week. who's your captain on right Salah's now? Salah's not around. Current captain is on Dennis. 
Okay. Vice Captain Bowen. Okay. Home to Leeds. But I'm telling you, the, the Jota home to Brentford thing is in my crawl, and and I just I don't know what I'm going to do with that. Yeah. Uh, my my captain, I know we had, we as of the last time we recorded, I was on Antonio. Okay. I still like the Antonio and Bowen choice. I mean, yeah. West Ham home to Leeds is, it feels, it just feels so good. We'll find out tomorrow. Uh, as we sit here, we'll yes, find we out will. if that if that is if we're going to be getting rid of players because they got injured or not. That's right. Or if uh, if it actually mattered or not. If I had, um, if you had Kane, would you captain Kane going into a double week against Arsenal I would. and Leicester? I would. Okay, I would. Because that to me, that's like, like that's. If I was going to make a move, it's going to be to a guy like that. It just depends on your other options. For the purpose, if you're for gonna, that exact If you reason. can make a captain out of someone, then it's worth a minus four on a double week. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. If you're going to bring in Kane and you're like, crap, that's for a negative four, but you're planning on captaining him, yes, that that is worth considering. 30. 31.4% of FPL managers currently own Ronaldo. If you already have Ronaldo, is he a no-brainer captain for you going into this week at Villa at Brentford? I assume he'll be most yeah. captain. I know you guys have that bet about whether or not. Yeah, there, there's no way that Salah will that be. Salah will be. No way. Um, but Ronaldo seems like, despite Club Mojo, despite the yellow triangle on him, he missed the FA Cup match against Aston Villa with a, what is being listed on here as a hip injury. Uh, to me, I think he still throw the C there on Cristiano. Yep. All right. For sure. I think that's it. Right, we did it. Um, awesome time potting with you, Scott. We uh, we wish you well in your uh, in, in a quick comeback, so we can stop suffering through just the two of us. Good luck, anyone making changes this week. I hope we've given you enough to think about. I think we have. Yep. And for the FPL America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time. <laughs>